0: Hey, so today we're talking about Toys R Us, Twitch versus Google, and a little Bitcoin. Are you ready? Welcome to the Say Michael podcast. Welcome to the St. Michael podcast, women's attempt at business, family, and comedy. You know who I am. I'm your handsome host, Michael Agbijan. And look, before we continue, you already know who's in the building. Super producer, Young,
1: what's good? Yo, what's going on? How you feeling? Feeling great, feeling great. We are in episode 63 yeah, you know, this is a special early edition of the St. Michael Podcast. We're filming on a Tuesday afternoon. I know. We're doing a little bit different because
0: we're going out of town. So we got to make sure we lock in, you know, connect with the people. You know what I mean?
1: There it is. There it is.
0: But I wonder if y'all, tell me if y'all recognize this, you know, um, this sound right here. Tell me if you recognize it. I think you, everyone knows this jingle. I
1: don't want to grow up. i a Toys Ruckin'. They got a million toys. and a Toys Ruckin' that I can play with. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys kid. We got the
2: best for so much less. You really flip your lip. From bikes to trains to video games. It's the biggest toy store there is. She wins.
1: I don't want
2: to grow up. Because baby, if I did, I couldn't be a Toys <laughs> Ruckin'. Right,
0: Y'all, if y'all don't remember that, y'all might be out of the time frame when I was born because Toys R Us is bike.
1: Toys R Us is bike.
0: Toys R Us is bike.
1: That's big. That's big. Guys. You know,
0: like they guys got bought out, so they just someone just purchased. Just think about it, bro. Like, did you ever go to Toys R Us? You remember Toys R Us? What? You know, tell, man, tell me about it,
1: man. Listen, I got all my my games. I got all my toys from there. You know, like um. I still have my Nintendo 64 When I first got it from there Oh yeah bro I have some great memories bro Like you know It was one of those things Where you know When when, when I When I made good grades or was doing good You know I, I, They took me to Switch first as a token of my Good work so. Yeah that's
0: like Toys R Us is like The Chuck E. Cheese version Of like Toys You see what I'm saying Bingo Yeah like Like you know when you go to t- Chuck E. Cheese when you're young, you're like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, it's just so much like sounds and toys and ball pits, and you're like, "Well, this is just crazy." Mm-hmm. But then you got someone got some guy tried to explain what Toys R Us was to his son, mm-hmm. and saying like, "It's like Walmart but with only toys," and
1: the kid couldn't fathom it. Yeah, it, <laughs> I would say like it's like Walmart with toys, games on steroids times ten.
0: Yes, and the fact, see, look, the name alone. Still holds value Toys R Us Right Yeah And the fact that You know they're gonna Okay where the where Toys R Us failed Was that they didn't get They had too much uh, debt That they couldn't put Any extra money Into like their online mm-hmm. So now that You know They're restructured And everything's different They're gonna be focusing More on online and delivery mm-hmm. And think about it They could be the delivery Superstore for toys You know what I mean Yeah Like yeah, They could I see a big success Coming from this And just you know I can't wait to like bring Kenzo and Idol in there and say like, "All right, y'all look around." They're gonna go crazy. They go, bon- go bonkers. Like they're like, it, I don't know if people know how crazy it was going to Toys R Us. It's gonna be straight pandemonium. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I remember around Christmas they'll send you that huge thick catalog.
1: Bro, yes. yeah, bro. They have seen the, the catalog and had all the like the prices and stuff. Too. Yeah, was, like, on sale for like one like ninety nine. Like, yeah, by, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah.
0: And then uh, Amazon did the catalog.
1: Yeah, I You that.
0: know, and so people are like, oh, they're not going to be able to beat out Amazon with um uh with the size of Amazon. I'm like, first off, the experience of going in and seeing like toys and like small toys, large toys, you know, like yeah. wide toys. There's all different types, and it's different. You can't really do that online. Yeah, you know, so it,
1: yeah, like, like I said before, think of think of take GameStop and put the kit section of Walmart and the Internet Walmart together. Times ten—that's what Toys for Us is. People—they don't really visualize what it, like people say. What it means.
0: People say just as long as it's not the size of Macy's. But then I'm like, Macy's shouldn't even be the size of Macy's. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I mean, if you want to be honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, I know they're gonna make some changes, uh, but the the value alone, the experience that you have um, is like uncomparable. You don't. There's nothing you can compare that to, um, other than like what you. That's why you give all these examples because like if you see it and you experience it. It's amazing. And the fact that it's coming back, i um, super excited about that. So um, that's super big business for me. Um, also, okay. I told y'all probably in the last two podcasts about how important it is to like, keep your money tree. Like if you start a business or if you do something, you know, people keep talking about, do you have your exit strategy? Well, first off, you're trying to put as much value into that business as possible. And now I'm gonna give you an example of a deal. I told you about the Instagram deal and how they sold for 1 billion. And now you know, Instagram is worth over a hundred billion, right? So that's a hundred times multiple on that purchase, right? Okay. Twitch, they walked in and they're trying to, you know, I don't know if they're trying to sell or if Google was looking, looking to acquire Twitch, but, uh, you know, the co-founders, they went to, you know, Google corporate and Google offered them $1 billion. So that's one billy, right? They walked away. So tell me why now, Twitch is worth above twenty five billion dollars. I thought
1: it was. Uh, I thought it was close to forty billion. It wasn't.
0: 40. Well, it it ranges because that's like the last one I saw was um, twenty twenty.
1: Okay,
0: that's the last valuation I saw, but it could be up to like forty billion because you know they have like hundreds of millions of active users and yeah. like constant streamers. So, you know, the value of Twitch and just even um, branding wise alone, that you know, so I so. Right now, I know for sure twenty five billion dollars um, that it's worth, but it's probably somewhere close to around forty to fifty billion dollars. And they walked away again, mind you, walked away from a purchase deal of one billion. And uh, that's an easy example for someone to look at and say, like, why would you sell Twitch? You right, like, mm-hmm. like why would you sell Snapchat? Why would you sell? WhatsApp, why would you sell Instagram when these could be their own islands? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. If you're
0: different and you're exclusive, cool. But if you're like selling something like, let's say, for example, title, you know, something that, you know, eh, you don't say eh, yeah. then yeah, you could sell that, you know, but as far as something that is like different than the rest that sets you apart, that that it's its own island, that's exclusive and duh, people are going to want a piece of that and they're going to want to buy it. You're the ones who have to tell them, no, no, I will not sell to you, sir. You know,
1: got giving them a tumbo, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, I gotta give them the tumbo finger for real, because like I'm just trying to let y'all know that don't be so short term in your vision as far as with saying, okay, I want to just have an easy cash out. Because some people get tired, and that's the truth. You know, like if you have a company that's worth a hundred billion, right? You might only see five million in account. You know what I mean? Just because. The value of it is has nothing really to do with what's cash on hand. So some people just want to have the cash. Like that even with Jay-Z when he sold a uh, title, you think he was good with just seeing like a couple million in his account from that title? Yeah, yeah he's like, ah, let me get that 200 milli, you know? Yeah, man. In the next few weeks and months, you're definitely going to see him doing a little bit of extra flexing, trying to leverage that money to different places. But if the value was at 260 or whatever he sold it for, he definitely could have got more. Uh, But, you know, the fact is that he just want to have cash on hand And I, you know, I get it, you know So, actually I don't get it I don't really understand Unless it's something, to me, completely different I didn't have titles So I can't really say too much about that Um, But, you know, I don't know That's how I feel about it Also, I'm not sure if y'all know uh, a football player I want to tell you about how do you invest in yourself and being creative You know, um, Russell Okung, right? You want to kind of give details about what happened?
1: Yeah, so what happened was back in December he converted half of his 13 million dollar salary into Bitcoin. It was at 27 27? 27 million, yeah. It's $27 27 Now the price is at 61. Oh no, no,
0: it was at 27,000 27, in December. Yeah,
1: 27,000 in December. Now with the price now is at 61,000. So he turned so he turned his 13 uh, million annual salary into a 21 into over 21 million. So,
0: actually, hold on, just to make sure we get the math right. He took half of his annual salary, which is 13 million. Mm -hmm. He took half of that and then he put it into Bitcoin in December because he wanted it into Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, because at the time it was at 27K. Yeah,
0: 27K. So he took half of his annual salary, put it into Bitcoin when it was at 27,000. And then, you know, I think right now it's like around 55,000, almost 60,000 when they valued it. Exactly. So now he's one of the highest paid players in the league. Yeah, top 30 players. Yeah. And that's a way to be creative. You know what I mean? Like, you have to do what others aren't in order to, like, in essence, put yourself to the top and just kind of move faster on certain things because that was just a hard move.
1: Yeah, very uh, high risk, high reward, but he hit it, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I always wonder about that, like, you know, like, the taxes. I wonder how the taxes is going to affect when you, like, when you cash out, like, you know what I mean? Because I really got to figure that part out. Like, when you put something in Bitcoin and you take it out, you know? I wonder what the capital gains are and how they tax you on your gains and profit. Cause there's some people who look, there's a lot of Bitcoin billionaires out there who have no attachment where no one knows what they have. Like they bought it when it was like a hundred dollars. They bought it when there was like 90 something dollars and they have it on hard drives before there's actual wallets. So now people popped up, you know, put their Bitcoin in, no, their their hard drive in, looked up, they said, Wow, I got X amount, hundreds of millions in Bitcoin. But then they can't claim it because they'll, they'll be seen to making all that gain and be a lot of taxes. So I really do wonder, like, how he's going to kind of roll with that one, you know, because, you know, it's, uh, it's a little crazy out here right now because taxes are about to go up. They said, you know, Joe Biden's looking into, like, raising taxes, but no deal has been made yet. So they're saying this this might be, you know, a, a very big tax hike. Right. Um, but then also, you know, he dropped the stimulus and they, look, people are praising him over stimulus. I mean, bro. Yeah, people really praising 1400, a pop, you know, and there's even a, wom- a woman, you know, she was on Twitter talking about even my child asking. He said, mom, um, uh, did you get a stimulus? And she was like, yes. He's like, did we get one too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, do we get one too? She's like, no. She's like, oh, okay. I thought they did one for kids as well. So when you got the child checking the parent, Wow, bro. For stimulus?
1: People going crazy for stimulus Crazy, bro like, Even if they said What you about to say? Nah, one of my friends was like uh, You know, the McDonald's uh, Ice cream machine Is always booking all the time so, so, so he said the next time He's going to McDonald's He said that he's going to buy McDonald's ice cream machine Fix it Bring it back <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Someone said so. went to McDonald's And
0: says Sir, did you say McDonald's french fries? He's like, no I want to know what McDonald's franchise You know what I mean? Like, boys is really looking like how they could like really put their bread into other things. But you know, it's all jokes, but you know, the, the one area, what was it? The $40 billion of the stimulus so far has gone directly into stocks and has gone into Bitcoin. That's good. I know it's a good thing. Yeah,
1: I think, I, I think people, I, 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 and I say, I think people over the, like the last year are realizing the, like the real, like the real, real value of money.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're knowing the value of the money. They well, just should capitalize it well, and they're understanding that they could really invest in something yeah, and they yeah, can build it. You well, know, In
1: better words. I feel like um, you know. I think well. In better words, I say that I think people. I think different people value money in different way. So, um, I think they're starting to get on game now. That I listen, bro. Like stocks, and crypto is the way to go right now. So let's hop on the tr- hop on the way to see where it goes.
0: For sure, you know what I mean. I know, man. But a tragic a tragic story. You know, Indiana guy. You know, um, so pissed over, like, pissed over not getting a piece of the stimmy. Like, he ended up killing four people, family members of his own baby moms, because she wouldn't give him a piece of the stimmy.
1: Over the stimulus? Check? <laughs> yeah. Over $1,400, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. That's wild, the,
0: yeah, bro. he went over and he's like, hey, you got your stimulus check? Yeah. And then she was like, yeah. He's like, well, I need a piece of that. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm gonna go give you $400. He's like, no, 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 no.
1: How much was he asking for? You to,
0: how- I think one of the pieces of the kids. A stimulus check too oh, You no, see what, no,
1: what no, I'm no. saying Hey boy he, was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he did the math He's like No 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 no. I, I don't want 400 That 1400 I know we got more And he's trying to get A bigger piece And then the cousin was there And she's like No You can't get a, You can't get Any for a stimulus check Then he pulled out a gun And then he started Like he caught He shot his baby mom she escaped And then Like the cousin And other people Ended up getting uh, Shot and killed He escaped the scene Kidnapped one of the babies And then hid out in the attic
1: yeah that's not even funny no more
0: That's some deep shit And I'm saying like Like you know Think about it If the stimulus is becoming a trigger You know what I mean
1: Like <laughs> It's just crazy it's, that it, though, It's funny how Mike Buddy Like listen I'm, I'm like I, I don't know um, You know Condolences to the family That, uh, that was gunned down or, um, You know earlier today Yeah absolutely but, You know I'm not
0: really talking about the family per se You yeah. know I really do give condolences to them It's more about yeah. The craziness that the people, crazy, yeah, bro,
1: it's just like money, bro. It's just like,
0: damn. Yeah, I know. It's like, but then you think, that's that's all level. That's that's the that's an all new low when it comes to petty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're pulling out the strap when it comes to someone refusing to give a piece of your stimulus check, it's like, man, what is life? You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, man. That's a that's a tough ordeal, bro.
0: I know, but you know, uh, they did catch him in his attic. He's under arrest for, like, you know, like, uh, the murder of four and then, like, the yeah. attempted murder of that's one. A, that's manslaughter? No, that's more than manslaughter. That's murder. Murder, yeah, yeah. Murder and, well, I know manslaughter is if you, like, kill someone on accident. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, if you, like, driving and you, like, you know, like, were drunk or something like that or you didn't see someone on the road and you hit them, they, they call that manslaughter.
1: Oh, I'm tripping. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So manslaughter sounds so like, oh, you yeah, know,
1: yeah, that sounds so like grimy, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Manslaughter, he's like, bro, you slaughtered him, he's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, dude,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did you watch the Grammys? I did watch
1: the Grammys.
0: You, you watched the entire thing?
1: Uh, I watched uh, I watched parts of it, I watched like little like, spurts,
0: yeah. They said that they they had no budget when it came to like the performances, like, were they that good?
1: Uh, they they're pretty solid, but I think, really, I think, honestly, the best performance of uh, the night um, was the Bruno Mars and the Anderson Pack performance. Yes. That, that was very good. Yeah,
0: bro. but they said they were begging to get on. Oh, oh so they
1: were lobbying to get on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah.
0: They said they were, like, online saying, please, let us, like, perform at the Grammy. We have a new song, and we're just trying to, like, promote and whatever, and then, like, they end up pulling them on and put them on there. But I heard that, well, I saw the performance. I was at, I was at uh, my parents, and my dad was like, Locked in And I just love the whole You're talking about With the old school suits yeah, bro Locked The in, lights bro. It yeah. was beautiful The aesthetics of Yeah things. yeah And Bruno Mars is really big On trying to like Repurpose old To make look yeah, new Yeah I, I like that I, I like, like that. it yeah
1: Yeah bro I, I've always been a fan Of his music bro like, And they're
0: trying People try to cancel him though bro Over, over Talking about cultural, cultural appropriation Yeah exactly And I'm like First off He's not stealing Anything Like he's Not only is he repurposing He's being inspired by is different than like stealing, yeah, you know what I mean?
1: And, and, and he's paying homage to it too, so yeah, it's like he's just like just doing out of the like out of necessary.
0: That's what I told you. Like, I don't understand. Like, people are out for others, you know what I mean,
1: bro. I'm telling, I'm saying, bro, that cancer culture shit is so it, 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 like after a while, it gets it, gets, it like, got toxic
0: because toxic, it got to a level where think about it anything, you know, like or, um, what is it? Is it Moore's Law? Anything that can't happen will, right? <laughs> so, at the end of the day, the fact that. Cancel culture was even a thing. People gonna over here take it to the edge and take advantage of it, and that's what you know, like almost like disparages the entire movement. You know, it does. Because yeah. when you cancel somebody, you want it to be where they did something for real. Yeah, for you know real. what I, I mean? But yeah, someone's like,
1: I'm "Not for like some petty BS, bro." Like, yeah, talking about, oh,
0: he flirted with me, and he shouldn't have did that. I'm like, okay, first off, like, are you alive? Are you dead? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just at a level now where I mean, when they're trying to, like, my, you know, my wife blah she loves Bruno Mars. And you know, when she heard that you're trying to cancel him at one point, she's like, What?
1: Yeah, bro, they be ODN Yeah, point.
0: talking about oh he's he's stealing from James Brown. Stealing or paying homage, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: it's like cancer is telling people he's basically telling in in my point, he's telling like you're perfect. So when we see you make a mistake, you know, we want like like we want to crucify you for it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like what? Like who are you to, to like to cancel somebody, bro? Exactly, exactly. And then people who cancel, like
0: how What's their situation? You know what exactly. I mean?
1: Exactly. Are you are, are are you better than the person? That you're
0: yeah, concerned? yeah. We it, it actually should be that if you're canceling somebody, right? Yeah. You need a background check. You know exactly. what I mean? Like we need to figure out what's going on with you. If you're so thirsty to cancel people, because you know, like these are real lives. But people look at it like it's like it's like that troll factor. Like people want to have impact. People want to feel important. So the fact that mm-hmm. they could do something, tweet something, put it out, and hopefully affect someone's life, whether positively, or negatively, at least in this case, negatively. They love that, you know what I mean? Just because it gives them a moment of feeling powerful. Yeah, invalidated, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, look, I have power. Don't think that, you know, this tweet, ain't, it's not going to go nowhere. Because you see people do it all the time. Hey, I went to the store, da 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 and they treated me this way. Everyone, let's cancel them. Let's all boycott the time, them. Right, you know what I mean? Feel like, like, I
1: feel like at this point, you're doing it for clout more than you're doing it for, your, you know what I'm saying, for actual, like, Purposes.
0: Exactly um, First of all If you're gonna try and do that I'm like Did you go to a manager first You know what I
1: mean Yeah you went straight to Twitter bro.
0: Yeah you <laughs> went
2: straight to Twitter <laughs> Out of everything Yeah Twitter,
0: Like did you talk to a manager Did you talk to corporate Like is this a situation Like oh They did me this way It's was like yeah You could actually Handle that problem Like you don't have to go to Twitter And you know Clout chase just to Get someone canceled But you know The culture's different But um, but yeah uh, mega Stallion won her First Grammy mm-hmm. I think it was the first Grammy, right?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the then,
0: Grammy. um, who else? Um, then Weekend got snubbed.
1: Weekend got snubbed. Do you think he really got snubbed? In, in, in my honest opinion, yes, I think he did.
0: People think that this is just, I don't know if this is uh, the truth or not, but they're saying that last year during the Grammys, he mentioned about, you know, say her name for Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. and that since then... He hasn't really gotten any type of like love or anything like that but i can't say that could be it but i don't know because mm. he said like you know to have the number one song during a pandemic
1: during the pandemic
0: and have zero nominations he's like come on now but then also they, they argue that you know his music you know the weekend's music isn't like full quality how like you know because they said like i don't know anyone's ever said like man have you heard the weekend sing he sings so good you know what i mean so I look. I think they look at it more like he doesn't have the talent to have a good song. He just does the optics, like he does the particular beat with the melody, with the yeah. this, and he's yeah. not really singing like himself.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's never he's never really put out a bad record, though. To be honest. Yeah,
0: but do you would you consider all his records memorable? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, because I, I think people like his his voice because. It reminds him of, of, of MJ to a, to yeah. a, to, to a fault, but, uh, but MJ can
0: actually sing though. Yeah, He
1: actually sing, um, but I think we. I think people like, like his, his music though. I think people. I think people love his like his early like music, like his like you know when, when, like that cocaine music. You know I'm yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm, I'm like i I'm, He's cool.
0: Yeah, but you know Fiona, Fiona Apple like she said she was gonna go. A lot of people actually refused to go. I think Drake didn't want to, like go or be a part of it. Or I think they asked him to perform. He said no. Um, so I feel like. Right now, the the Grammys are struggling to figure out like their identity, like where are they? Because they have these little secret committees, you know, for voting, and I think that is kind of where the issues are. Yeah,
1: I think I think at this point, they they need to listen to the people.
0: Yeah, they need to listen to the people. They need to be a little bit more. I, what's the opposite of tone deaf? Self aware. So self aware. Yeah.
1: I would say I was, I was gonna say you know say they need to adapt. Yeah. Or they're gonna get left behind.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, anything else for the the people, bro? Man,
1: no. You know, hey, I would say this though. uh, For the people that got their stimies, uh, say the past well, this past weekend or past couple days. Hey, man, I'm gonna say this. Don't overthink it. You know, treat yourself and invest in yourself with that stimulus check. Yeah, that's, good. that's a good message right there. Don't overthink it. Don't try to start any businesses. You you, 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 you damn sure don't have any knowledge of anything. Listen, if you're going to start a business with, you know, with that steaming, bro, talk to somebody that's been there before. Talk to consult it with somebody, bro. Get some knowledge of what you're you about to get yourself into. Because, you know, at the end of the day, bro, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to trick off $1,400 just doing, like, this dumb, irresponsible thing.
0: I, so. I just want to hear those stories where someone said, I turned my $1,400 steaming into... One million, a one million dollar business. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'd love to hear something like yeah, that, where someone was yeah, like, yeah. "I invested it this way, I did this, I did this. That's all I needed, and that'll be the perfect story to let people know that people do need a chance, and they need a little extra just to kind of make those things happen for themselves." You know?
1: Yeah. So, like I said, man, just put the money where it needs to be, man. You no, know? hey, live life, have fun.
0: He said it. Look, this has been great. Look, this next conversation with me, and my wife, always good. It's gonna be great. And we can't wait to see you all next week Love you all See you later uh, Peace out Peace
2: Hello moto <laughs> Oh my goodness
0: <laughs> How you doing
2: I'm okay How are you
0: I'm okay too mm-hmm. just Okay Yeah definitely just okay
2: mm-hmm. Same here You are tired Not really no Not tired Well mentally tired
0: just feel a little bit off.
2: Yeah. Because of me? No. I mean, I felt off before you.
0: For real?
2: Yeah, I didn't have that great of a day. Why? <laughs> Why are we talking like this, huh? He, huh?
0: Who? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess we're both. Um,
2: we're both just not feeling it. I guess feeling yeah. the day.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a very compromising day for me.
2: Why was it compromising?
0: Um, because, you know, um. I guess it's just life when sometimes you have, you do a lot of work for things mm-hmm. like putting hours and hours and hours, you know, for something. Yeah. And then it becomes quite disappointing when whatever you put that work into mm-hmm. in essence for nothing.
2: Yeah. I could see that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you think about the type of sacrifices that you take, at least in myself, at least in this, it was like losing sleep, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which sacrificed certain things and, You know, um, around that as well, the amount of work and then, you know, all the pressure and things like that. And then when it comes time to actually like move forward with something,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. it gets pulled from under you. Yeah. (laughs) In essence, it's kind of like, you know, the 10 or 12 hours that you put in really, really hard work in Mm -hmm. was almost done in vain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel somewhat played, but not. Um, not defeated.
2: Right, right.
0: You know what I mean. It's just like I don't know. So I'm just trying not to, you know, um, be too hard on myself, mm-hmm. which I'm not. I feel like I'm kind of like being a little bit, um, um beside myself. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I'm a little bit like you know, because I'm also thinking about even, um, the work I have to put in. Um, tomorrow, mm-hmm. given our schedule. Right. And it just kind of brings me back to, like, when when I first started my business mm-hmm. and I was taking, like, super L's, losing so much sleep, and it just didn't seem worth it, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm like, man, I thought I, I thought I outgrew that. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> I don't think you ever outgrow that. Outgrow life? Be- exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: So that's kind of, like, why I feel some type of way. I mean, I don't want to take it out on you, the listener or watcher. I don't want to take it out on you. And I don't want to take it out on my wife because even before we got on, I was, you know, a little bit snappy about, you know, uh, me, hopefully that she read my mind that I wanted some extra lemonade in my cup.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: And, you know, when she didn't, you know, follow through, I'm like, why am I being so snappy, you know?
2: Yeah, you were were a little snappy, but it's okay. I'm (laughs) I'm a big girl. I can take it.
0: So tell me why you are.
2: Well, I mean, I just had a horrible day. I had a horrible day today at work. It wasn't, it wasn't horrible. Let me not say that, but it is so mentally draining to have customers yell at you left and right. It's low key abuse, Mm -hmm. you know, it's low key abuse. And, you know, I felt like I didn't really, um, you know, get a chance to really like express myself on like how. Like, just as, like, the craziness that we go through. I feel like a lot of it has to be, like, you have to keep that in. Otherwise, people just think that you complain a lot, yeah. you know? So, it's, like, I don't know. I feel like uh, I... you
0: talking about, like, your experience? You have to keep it in to yourself?
2: Yeah, because if I talk to my coworkers about it, then it's just kind of like, oh, you know... Not that you're complaining, but it's like, okay, we all go through that. Like, we all just have these crazy days where clients are just, like, attacking, attacking us for no reason. You know, so it's just kind of like it falls on deaf ears, you know? Mm-hmm. And then if you keep having that same experience over and over and over, I know if I talk to you about it, I feel like you probably just, like, oh, blah, this is just, like, another day of yours, you know? Like, it's you think that? Normal. Why would you assume that? I don't know. I just think that it's just, like, a normal day that people in retail go through. Mm-hmm. Like, you just go through a lot of, like, crap and people just assume that's just what you sign up for. So it's like, mm, you know, it's just kind of it is what it is. You know that type of situation. So I just kind of like take it as it is what it is. Like I'm just in that situation. I just gotta learn how to like weasel out of it. I guess. Would you
0: consider that like an assumption?
2: No, not an assumption. You feel
0: like that's what would actually happen?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I feel like you know when people start complaining, where well I think it's venting, but it could come off as complaining, and I don't want to be like. Dumping my bad day on somebody else's, Mm -hmm. on somebody else, you know, and maybe creating a bad day for them or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just don't want a pity party or something. I don't know. I have no idea. But
0: I mean, I think all people go through that. Not all people, all Mm -hmm. people who are strong. Right. Go through the whole. Who do I share with? Yeah. Because everyone all on week efforts, you know, complaining left and right Right, all day. Mm hmm. And then when they come to us, you know, they complain to the strong. Yeah. And the strong is like, okay, who do I complain to? But there is no one for a strong person to complain to. That is true. You know.
2: <laughs> well, I complain to you all the time. <laughs> yeah, because you know?
0: I'm strong, but that's that's what makes you strong as well. Like you, yeah. having strength to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That's that that is also a certain level of strength as well. Right. You know, because right. some people bottle it in, and then it blows up.
2: Which is me as well. You know, <laughs> I do a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't think I have like a. A healthy balance of the two. (laughs) I don't think so. I think I either bottle it in until I blow up or I vent so much to where it's like me literally complaining or people take it as complaint. Like, you know, my manager, always like, Bly, what are you complaining about now? Like, that's kind of like the thing in my store. You know, what is Bly complaining about today? And it's really not a complaint is that I truly do care, you know, about what goes on in that store. But sometimes I feel like customers just kind of like, A little spoiled, a little bratty, and they just be talking to you crazy. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because, you know, I work in retail and they think that, oh, she's just like this little girl who just got like a little job, you know, and they could just talk to you any kind of way. I mean, there was one time where this woman actually thought that I was the same age as her college daughter. She assumed that I had zero kids, you know, and the way she talked to me was very like, it was sweet you like childish know, in a way? Not childish, but she compared me to a child. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you, you would know nothing about this. You don't have any kids. And I didn't correct her. Mm-hmm. But it was like on and on. Like, oh, yeah, you're about my daughter's size. Yeah, she's like 19. Yeah, you, you look like you're about her age, too. It's like these huge assumptions. And I'm like, lady. like, that doesn't sound like
0: a bad thing. I know. Like that's what thing. I say
2: it's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. you know, but for her to assume it. Like I said, what she was saying was sweet because it was all compliments. But if she can assume that I'm a 20 year old kid, Mm -hmm. then I'm sure everybody else thinks the same exact way. And that's probably why they talk down to us because they don't think that this is like a career or this is like a real job. They think that we're just like these little kids running around working in a Gucci store. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So it's almost like, um, is it because that's your experience, you feel like you could almost assume or, or feel that some people don't take you all seriously. I think
2: so. Yeah. Even some people like a lot of guys, not a lot of guys, but older guys who are probably like 10 years older than me refer to me as like young lady, you know, or uh, one guy even told me, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm old enough to be your dad. I'm like, Mm -hmm. sir, you're only like 10 years older than than me, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe 15 years older than me. And I think people just assume that we're just like these little kids just working here, you know? And it's like, I got a whole family. Like this is legit my career, you Mm -hmm. know? And I'm sure I probably make more money than you, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But they talk down to you and it's just very like, I don't know. It just, it, it sucks, you know, because you have to suck it up. And, you know, my coworkers, we talk about it all the time. It's like the stuff that we go through, we justify by how much money we make. You know, we like, oh, it's okay. You know, they we can be talked to any kind of way because we make enough. We should be thankful that we have a job. We should be thankful that we can take care of our families. We should be thankful that we can get whatever we want. You know, we should just be thankful that we have this. But at the same time, it's like, is it even worth it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not even worth it being talked to like you're a piece of crap just because you get paid well for it. You know, at the end of the day, it messes with your, you know, your mental health. It really does. Like you go to work and you think, do I really want to go through this again? Like, do I really want to be talked to? Like I'm crazy. It's almost
0: a thought every morning or,
2: you know, I don't think about it every morning. I don't think about it. Like on the drive to work, I think about it when I'm actually at work, you know, when I'm clocked in, we open the doors. It's like, I'm holding my breath. Because we always have a line right before we open the doors, So it's like, okay, the first person in line is either trying to buy something real quick or trying to, like, return something real quick or about to be, like, extremely angry. It's never, like, a pleasant first client, you know? So when you open the doors, you're just holding your breath. And you can tell, like, me and all my coworkers, we're all trying to figure out who's going to take that first client. Because we already know it's it's something about to go down, you know? So we all just kind of look at each other like... Who about to go? Who about to go help? You know, so it's just like you're holding your breath, and then once those first few clients come in, you're just like, all right, you know, it's just like you're just ready to to, to fight, you know. Mm-hmm. So with me being off this this weekend, I had a really good weekend, and um, I got to do a picnic, a birthday picnic on Saturday, and I got to spend time with my family with you know on Sunday. So we had a huge like great Sunday fun day. So I had a really really good weekend, and then to go to work today and like. First thing in the morning, you know, it's just like chaotic, crazy day. And then I had a customer yell at me for something that was like not in my control at all. And I had to talk to my manager. I was like, I have to learn how to not take things personally, even when they're yelling directly at me to know that they're not mad at me, that they're mad at the company that I work for. They're just taking it out on me. You know, so I have to keep reminding myself, like, don't take it personally. Yes, she's screaming at you. Yes, she wants to slice your throat. But it, it really has nothing to do with you. She's just directing yeah. it to you. So,
0: which is like <clears throat> the awkward part because mm-hmm. how could you not take something personally when it right? You're the one who's absorbing all the exactly. You know what I mean? It's like almost like um like don't don't blame the test dummy in a way, but the test dummy is the one being absorbing all the, right, You know what I mean? It's like it's affected one way or the other.
2: Exactly. Maybe test
0: dummy was a bad ex- you know example. No,
2: I understand what you mean. Yeah, you
0: know because. <laughs> You know, you look at it, all the damage that the car takes, but you know, part of how you measure the damage is how it the affects the dummy. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm, test on me. And exactly. if you're over there, like, don't take it personally, it's about the company around me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But really, how can you not be affected by it? You right, know?
2: exactly. Because you know, once somebody yells at you and you can't really yell <laughs> back, you got to kind of walk away and just like regroup. You know what I mean? You got to kind of like sit down. Think three things through. You got to breathe and then you got to mentally prepare for the next customer. You don't know who you're getting. You don't know if it's going to be a nice client or if it's going to be another angry client. You know, same thing when it goes with the clients reaching out, you know, text messages or phone calls. It's like you're just so afraid you get anxiety to open a text message and see what it says or even answer a phone call from a customer because it could be a complaint. You know, nine times out of 10 it's always a complaint. It's never nothing like oh my god thank you so much for helping me you know it's it's you hardly get those and it's crazy when we do get those really sweet nice clients we always tell them like this was like so like I really enjoyed this experience like I even share those with clients like you guys really made my day you know because I was having like a really crappy day before y'all came in you know yeah. like I love telling clients that because it it rarely happens and it makes them feel good too and I hope that it, it can it makes them want to continue. Um, just being good customers to people and understanding that we're all people and we all make mistakes. But when you get those angry clients who, I don't know, was, you know, angry before they even walked in and they take it out on you. It's just like, oh my God, like, I don't even know you and what you're angry or upset about has absolutely nothing to do with this is, company. Does you know? it matter
0: if it's a man or woman?
2: Um, yeah, it matters. Definitely. When it, when it is a woman, you can really tell on a woman's face when she's angry. So you kind of have to approach her a little bit Differently, a little bit, you know, nicely. But when it's a guy, sometimes it catches you off guard. You know, I had a guy tell me, um, uh, two weeks ago, a uh, black guy, basically, why was I working for Gucci? And, uh, I'm over here making the white man rich. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I was like, but you're buying stuff. Aren't you doing the exact same thing? You know? And he was just basically belittling me. You mm-hmm. know, he was just like, um, yeah, you need to work for yourself because it's sweeter once you get to the top, I promise. Or he said something like, "You it's sweeter if you own your own business or something like that. And it was just really like, seriously, sir, like I don't even know you and you come up in here already with an attitude and you taking it out on me because I work for Gucci. But yet you're here shopping here. So whether they're paying me or you paying them, what's the difference? You know, it was just like it was really uncalled for. And he was just being very sarcastic and just kind of laughing at everything I said. I was just like, why are you even here? Why Mm -hmm. do you even want my help? You know? Yeah. So it's just like little things like that that you go through. And I feel like we don't, nobody in retail or nobody in general deserves like attitude like that for no reason. You know, just because you're having a crappy day, you're just taking it out on somebody.
0: I know. I wonder like, makes you think like, what do you um, like stand up for Mm -hmm. when it comes to, um anything like think about it like i do feel like there should be a movement mm-hmm. where i don't know this is just a concept where you you could hold people accountable for how they treat you know people like like in business like in retail a lot of people treat the people on the opposite side like the customer treats the retail person mm-hmm. very disrespectfully right right if there's a way to hold them accountable for that, like, let's say press charges, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't happen.
2: Right.
0: You know what I mean? So I always feel like. that. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, mm-hmm. but people will be more uh, intentional with how they act towards others if they knew that there's consequences for their actions.
2: Yeah, but see, that kind of scares me, too, because I always feel like every time we. Let's say put out a customer or something like that. Just all I don't know why. I just feel like they're gonna retaliate. You know what I mean? Because you could ban somebody from the mall, but who's literally standing at the entrance waiting for you to come in so they can check their checklist and be like, "Oh, nope, sir, you can't come in here." But not the ban,
0: not the banning. I think that's different. I feel like if it was well known that everyone had to follow the same rule, yeah, you know, because if Gucci did it and Louis Vuitton didn't, Mm -hmm. it'd be different, right? right? But if you're talking about every retail or every business mm-hmm. has to abide by these, just like we have to abide by certain rules to pay employees. Employees have to abide by certain rules under their um, structure of how they, you know, um uh, being an employee at W-4 or anything like that, right? Yeah. Then, or W-2, same thing. But, <laughs> you know, either way, if there was an understanding that everyone had to act by the same, you know, go by the same rules, mm-hmm. then there'll be more accountability. But right. Just because if I went somewhere and I knew that, if someone took it as, not I wouldn't say even the word disrespectful, as me harassing them, mm-hmm. and that I could, you know, have like like a a misdemeanor, mm-hmm. like a class B or class C misdemeanor or something like that for doing that, yeah, then i would be very unlikely to like do that because all you need is just someone to be there to have proof to right, say yeah right. it did happen, and then that person will be upset. But it happens everywhere, mm-hmm. and then if if everyone, no matter where they went, they knew that. It was possible for them to get let's say a misdemeanor yeah off of just getting to a level of harassing or you know like um uh in, i wouldn't say intimidating but but
2: well, that could be it too when it comes from men i feel like men sometimes try to intimidate women mm-hmm. like they oh my god they raise their voices they're like they get super aggressive to where we're like uh like sir can you kind of calm down a little bit like you're raising your voice and i'm just like as a man, who, why are you talking to a woman like that? Like I've seen this so many times. I even, this one guy that I helped um, actually last week, he came into our store maybe like a year ago because I would never forget his face. He threatened uh, one of my uh, female coworkers. He called, her a he, called, he called her on the phone, threatened her over the phone and came into the store and threatened her and cursed her out. Wow. You know, and we had to put him out and all that crazy stuff. So when he came in... This, this all happened before COVID when he cursed out and all that stuff. So when he was, when he came in, um, last week, he had the mask on. So I, I recognized him, but then I didn't really know who he was. I was like, he looks familiar. Then when he left and then we all kind of got together, I was like, oh, I remember him. He was the guy who, you know, cursed out so-and-so. And so he was really nice to me at first he started with an attitude and I kind of just gave him that death stare. Like don't even start with me. Mm -hmm. And then he just kind of laughed it off and then it would just went well after that. But before that he um, apparently had an attitude with another coworker um, and then my coworker just walked away. And so when I jumped in, I I had no idea that he had the attitude and he tried to catch one with me. And I looked at him like I was his mom. I was like, don't even start with me to mm-hmm. like today. It's not the day I will go toe to toe with you, you mm-hmm. know? And he just kind of laughed and he was like, Oh, I get it. And I was like, yeah, because you know, it's going through one ear and out the other. Like I'm not playing with you today, you yeah. know? And so he just laughed it off and we became cool after that, but it's just like, I don't get it, you know? And it was all because he had to stand in line.
0: Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, there's so many, that's why I said It's no real way to solve it because there's so many complicated situations that yeah. happen. Oh, you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. You go to some places, you know, like your experience when you went to the nail salon. Oh, right. There's, that was yesterday. Exactly. So when, when there's somebody, when something happens on a, let's say like, so any anything that happens, it just could just like ruin your day. Mm-hmm. But there's no one to really complain to because like a small business and where is it going to go? Exactly. Right? Yeah. And there's some times where you go into it where you're just trying to be as respectful as possible and the person that is under that certain company mm-hmm. comes at you left, which happened today with me when I was um, talking with a guy who's doing our roof. Yeah. And the you know the conversation went completely left. I'm like, hold on, what's what's going on here? You yeah. know what I mean? And then you think, you know, like there's power struggles all through it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's abuse on both sides. Right, right. Yeah. So there's no way to real really measure it because it's always going to end up being a he say, she say. Exactly. He started it, she started it. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's, no one's going to ever really take accountability for the one that – that is the cause of the issue. You know right. what I'm saying?
2: That's very true. It's so crazy how, like, I always tease Michael about this. Like, well, I tease you about it. I'm always like, you know, we're like the exact same person. You're just a male version of me. Mm-hmm. We always have the exact same experiences. Like I got yelled at by a customer today and you went toe to toe with our roofing guy, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, I don't know. It's just we always have like the same exact experiences, whether it be the same day or the day before. Like our day always ends up being very similar. Yeah. It's just very weird. But just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Well,
0: (laughs) I mean, it's true, though. You know, like energy is shared, you know? Yeah. Especially when you yin and yang and become one.
2: Come on, now. You know what I'm saying? Siamese twins. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, my nail experience. I want to tell y'all about that because that peed me off yesterday too. I had a, an amazing day yesterday. Started off hanging out with, you know, my boys all morning, took them shopping because you were filming mm-hmm. and then, um, came home and then you took over and I was like, okay, I'm gonna run out, you know, go get my nails done or whatever. And so I, I was just going to get probably the cheapest package that they have, which is just taking my nails off. I just didn't want them on anymore. And so it was extremely packed three o'clock, you know, during, on a Sunday, And mind you, I have a nail girl who I go to, but I don't think she works on Sundays. I I feel like she told me that before. Mind you, she wasn't even in there yesterday. So I'm going to just go ahead and say she don't work on Sundays. So I didn't make an appointment. I was just going to go in real quick, take my nails off. And so they treated me as if I was just like nothing like scum, you know, like they had me wait maybe 10 minutes before they seated me and had other people seat before me who came in after me. Um, And then. They set me in the pedicure chair instead of just like a regular manicure chair just to get my nails off. They had nail techs walking back and forth ignoring me. I flagged down one, he ignored me. Another lady stopped by to see what I was getting done and I was just like, "I'm just getting them taken off." She set her things down to like about to prepare to do my nails. She thought about it, then she grabbed the stuff and walked away. I was like, "Hello," mm-hmm. you know? And I'm sitting there for a good like 40, 45 minutes. Nobody came to check on me besides the one lady who grabbed the stuff and left. So I it really ticked me off, you know, and then the one guy that I flagged down and was like, hey, can you do my nails? Are you helping someone? You know, he basically was like, yeah, I am helping someone when I knew he wasn't. And he went to go help the girl who came in like 15 minutes, 20 minutes after I did. So I was just like, so you purposely skipped over me to go help somebody else. You know, so that's when I got extremely upset. So I grabbed my stuff. Literally grabbed my stuff and I walked. And as I'm walking out, because I was not going to pay for anything. One of the ladies stopped me. She's like doing nails and she stopped me. She's like, hey, did it come off? Just don't worry about it. Go ahead and go. You don't have to pay for it. I was like, I wasn't planning on paying for it. And I walked out. I was like, are y'all crazy? You thought you were going to get my money after you treated me like I wasn't even here. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Not only are you not getting my money, I ain't paying no tip. Nobody get nothing. <laughs> and I got my nails taken off. I did it myself with y'all product. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that really upset me too. Cause I'm like, this is my, my favorite nail salon, the only nail salon that I go to. And for, you know, to be treated that way, I was just like, I mean, I'm not expecting any special treatment but i'm a customer i'm a paying customer and if i'm paying you to do something that i could easily do myself it's like just take the time out to just do that and get your little money and that's it but i get it if it wasn't worth it they're probably like she is ten dollars she probably gonna tip two it's really not that worth you know worth it it
0: was a busy busy day and right? it was
2: super duper yeah it was slammed it was extremely busy so i i get that but i also work retail i also deal with customers It's very busy in our store every single day. I cannot walk past a person two, three times and expect them not to go off on me.
0: But have you seen it? Have you seen it most recently where you go into certain stores or you go Mm -hmm. to certain places and no one greets you? No, anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like the now it's coming to a, uh, a level where the training for like. Customer, customer interactions or customer God. service.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not there.
0: It's not there. You know,
2: it's not. Even when we went to get uh, beignets mm-hmm. yesterday, we walked in and the girl at the counter, she said hello, but she never even looked up. She was just on her phone. She's like, hello. She's like, hello. She's like on her phone and we're just like standing there. Yeah. You're just waiting. You're like, <laughs> and you know? were like, you were like, did she even say hello? I was like, yeah, she said hey. And she's just on her phone and we're just like, seriously, we stood there for maybe like 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, but, you know, when people have, you know, when people lose their patience, Mm -hmm. that's the outcome. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, at that point, they could really care less because they're like, I'm already just trying to get to the end of the day.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm not trying to, like, get any (laughs) more levels of, like, you know, they, it's funny, they bring it to themselves, Mm -hmm. but yet they don't want it to come towards them. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You're
2: inviting this type of energy that I'm about to give you. Yeah, You know what I mean? If you don't want it, don't, don't invite it. You know, if you, if you don't want that negative energy, then be, then put out positive energy. Like she literally ignored us, you know, she's like on her phone. Cause I'm looking at her over the register. She's on her phone and we're just like standing there. Like, are you going to take our order or what? You yeah. know, it was just like, really, it just sucked big time.
0: You know, um, this is something I just came out about, uh, I think it was like last week about Kirk Franklin.
2: Oh, I want to hear that audio. I haven't heard it yet. You haven't heard it? No. He was like yelling at his son.
0: Yeah. And I heard it. You did? Yeah. And.
2: (laughs) You're like, it's it's whatever. Nah,
0: here's a crazy part. What's that? Okay. There is a room on Clubhouse that said, um, are we canceling Kurt Franklin? Right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if this is just black community stuff or I don't know what it is where you like, you have it out for some people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I listened to it, I was like, okay. So I took, I saw the Mm-mm. room about, you know, I never went in or anything like that. But, um, but let me go back to reality. Mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about should we cancel? You know, so I listened to the audio, and yeah, he was saying some like crazy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the even crazier part. Most of the people I know who would say, "Are we canceling Kurt Franklin?" don't have kids. <laughs> You couldn't yeah, have kids. You, you couldn't have kids. Yeah. If you could even utter, mm-hmm. should we cancel Kirk Franklin for going in on his son,
2: who's a grown man, by the way?
0: But when I l- listen to it, mm-hmm. so many things that threw me off.
2: Really? Like yeah. what? Okay. First, mm-hmm.
0: all right. He has one recorded because he knows mm-hmm. that his dad. It's kind of like when you. We, it's like me. If I say certain things, it will trigger my dad to get upset. Yeah. So I'm like, let me. Go ahead and record, record it. it. So I, I'm coming prepared oh, of course. to set him up mm-hmm. because he doesn't know I'm recording. So I'm right. saying the necessary things for, you know, my dad to be upset. Right? right. Right. Okay. So he's having these recordings and he's trying to say certain things. The part that threw me off all the way was the fact that he was talking back too much.
2: That's what I heard. Well, just, that's what I read. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, I didn't read anything about it. Yeah. I just looked at it and saw what he was talking back like crazy.
2: Oh, oh, what you say? Oh, for
0: are you for real, Dad? Oh, oh, uh, he said, you know, just and and that's I'm like, first off, I wanna beat like like see my kids or five and four, so they're not old enough to even experience this.
2: Oh, okay. I thought you meant like the beatings.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about my dad. Yeah. Now, if I was in a if I was talking to them the way that If I was talking to my dad the way that he was talking to his dad, Mm -hmm. I would have got beat up for sure. I'm sure. Like, not on some, like, a whooping. No, you You know what I mean? That would
2: have been a fist fight. It would have been
0: a fight. Because that's, it was that level of disrespect to where I'm like, you're talking to your father, Mm -hmm. one of your creators. You're talking to him like that? And he's like, oh, he's like,
2: I'm going to break your motherfucking neck,
0: right? Something like that. You said
2: that, Kirk Franklin? Yeah, Kirk Franklin. okay, okay.
0: And I was just like, sounds like a normal response to <laughs> sounds, what he's...
2: Sounds like a black dad to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like for
0: what he's doing, like like for what that guy's doing, Yeah, it sounds normal. Yeah. Because there's no way, period, even if he wasn't the child,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, that you can't disrespect anybody like that right. and get away with it. And he was just talking back like crazy. At every moment that he's like trying to say something, he's just like, oh, for real? Oh, okay. I'm like, if someone's coming at me like that, mm-hmm. I would feel like, okay, they're trying to fight. Oh, yeah. You know? So oh, I yeah. feel like... For anybody to even think, like, oh, should we cancel Kirk Franklin? I'm like, uh, first off, if you have children, you're not going to raise them to be disrespectful like that. Exactly. And they were. See, that's what that's the thing about it. He's so successful mm-hmm. that the the likelihood of him, like, raising the son in a normal yeah. way is not even there.
2: Exactly. It's the
0: same way of, like, 50 Cent's son.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, who, you know, acts crazy. Yeah. You know. Kicking it with 50 cents enemies and doing all that That's and ridiculous. talking crazy. Oof. And, you know, it's just if you don't have any respect like that, mm-hmm. then it's almost like how do you how do you think this is gonna go?
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's plenty of times that I remember if my brother puffed out his chest mm-hmm. to my dad, oh, best believe, they about to the start boxing. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've seen my dad headbutt my brother. You know, obviously they weren't like nothing was bleeding or anything like that, but it was like Look, if you want to step up to me, oh, best believe you about to get knocked down. Like yeah. my dad did not play when it came to disrespect, especially from another man. Well, my brother who was a boy, but I feel like if you step into your dad, then you step I into gonna, him as like a quote unquote man. And guess what? You about to get beat down like a man.
1: Yeah.
0: See, um, I was going to play it mm-hmm. uh, for you, but then I was like the audio with that I heard was yeah. not clear.
2: Well, we don't, yeah, I could listen to it another time.
0: No, I wanted everyone else to hear it too. Oh, okay. But it wasn't clear. So, yeah. you know, I was I was like, I was really stretching just to hear. I was like, what is he
2: saying? Yeah.
0: It was just so garbled and it mm-hmm. was like a terrible recording. But I'm like, but you did have to hear at the end where he says, I'm going to break your mother effing neck, right? Yeah. And then I was like, that's not even a real threat. No, it's you not. Because I mean? you know
2: he's not going to actually break his neck. Yeah, he said. Yeah, yeah,
0: then he said, I'm going to stick my Put up in your ass and you know
2: what I mean. Normal.
0: That's what I'm saying. Literally, I did not hear anything that was just out of place. You right. know what I mean? I and
2: remember the first time I think I rolled my eyes or mm-hmm. I smacked my teeth to my mom, and she smacked the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Like at least his dad didn't put no hands on him. Yeah. My mom actually smacked me. You know but what I mean? Across but then, the face. <laughs>
0: but then there are dads who go too far. <laughs> no, you're right. When it comes to disciplining their son, this you know, just- or their child, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't really hear too many situations of a of a father, you know, going in on their daughter like that. But I do hear a lot of situations of the father and son and get into real fistfights. There's one four years ago, Mm -hmm. five years ago. Yeah. Where the son and the father and son got into a gunfight. What? In the house.
2: Are you? Yeah. I didn't hear about that. That's insane. Mm -hmm.
0: And the reason why is that the dad wanted the son to go Mm -hmm. take the dog out to go for a walk.
2: Did he, did one of them die?
0: The son died.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. See, that's anger issues right there. Yeah. Y'all shooting each other because nobody wants to go walk the dog.
0: Gunfight in the house because the son didn't want to take the dog out.
2: But if you got a if there's a gunfight, that means that there may have been some type of abuse going on. You know what I mean? Why would both of y'all have a gun? Like maybe the son was being abused or something like that. I don't know. But that's just crazy.
0: You, but the, the, the way it starts, as any confrontation starts, someone's wielding their power first. Yeah, exactly. And then the other's showing, oh, I got power too. Exactly. And then one does a threat that goes a little bit too far and mm-hmm. the other one catches the bluff, you know, or calls out the bluff and then boom, yeah. something happens. But you, uh, yeah. someone shot four times.
2: That's insane. hmm it's crazy. I mean, look, I didn't hear the audio of Kirk Franklin and some I'm not canceling Kirk Franklin for being a parent, but the but the, the messed up part is your own son is re- recording you and putting it on social media. Like, why? Well, to do what?
0: Cloud. I mean, yeah. Is- and to
2: put to to tarnish your dad's name. Like, he's a at the end of the day, your dad is he's a dad, regardless of who he is. Kirk Franklin, Beyonce, Jay Z. I don't care. Like, he's a parent, so. Yeah, he's going to say the necessary things that he... You know, the things that he needs to say to get you to to act right. Like, I think his son is like 33 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and you ain't got your life together? Why your dad still yelling at you and you 30... You're a grown man. Yeah, Like, your dad should not be having these conversations with you at 33 years old. But
0: it's all the time. You know, like, uh, Dame Dash had the same situation with his mm-hmm. son and his daughter. You know, calling them lazy and all this kind of stuff. But, yeah. you know, at some level, it gets... You know if you're in that world, I'm not in that world, so I right, don't know what right. happens you know when you're living with your father being already successful, mm-hmm. but I do know there's a there is a certain level of respect that you must have point blank period. period
2: exactly period,
0: yeah, and I didn't hear it, and I was just like this is what they're trying to cancel him on, yeah, Come His on son now. was
2: egging him on like like you were saying, if he's talking to him like that you knew he's he was saying the things that he needed to say. To, to get the response from his dad. Yeah. So he basically set his dad up to say the most awful things that he can say to him because he was recording him. That's the messed up part. It's like, what are you doing this for? You're doing it for clout to, to tarnish your dad's name? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean
0: that's the, that to me is the only way to explain that type of behavior because yeah. think about it. You don't judge people for what they say. You judge people for their actions. Right, right. So the fact that he did these certain things. Then he put it on social media, because I know what he's trying to do. He was trying to get his dad canceled.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. you know, when
0: you're really mad. Yeah. You know, like, you know what they say? <laughs> you get petty. Yeah, they said hurt people, hurt people, oh, right?
2: yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> petty people, petty people, that's you know what true. I mean? Like, Man, it, that's so true. Like, when someone, that's a hard part. When you deal with someone who's on that level petty, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, it's already thought out, and he's saying, this, this is what I'm going to do, yeah. you know? And then he, had yeah, two phones. He already, like, recorded one. He's like, oh, for real? You know what I'm saying? Dude.
2: Oh, so his dad was on the phone fo- on the other phone on the other line. Oh my! What do you think it was? So thought I thought was... his dad was actually in the same room as him, maybe, and he's like recording his dad yelling at him.
0: Yeah, actually, you do you want to hear it so you could hear sure. some, some mean, of it. You yeah, could try to
2: listen to some?
0: Because um, yeah, basically, I want you to hear what I heard. Mm-hmm. Let me, I can put it on here. So um, what is it? oh yeah. Okay, tell me when you're ready. Oh, you're yeah, ready. I'm
2: not canceling Kirk Franklin. I'm sorry. He was uh, the first CD that I, that I ever received was uh, Kirk Franklin. And I actually told him that because he shops at our store.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's in Dallas, right?
2: Yeah, he's in Dallas. He comes in our store a lot. So the first time I actually met him, I was like starstruck because, and I, I never get starstruck, but because when I was in middle school, the very first album that I received and a portable CD player. It was uh, Kirk Franklin So I was like I've always been a fan Of your music You know And he was like oh, I appreciate that I'm like yeah Like I mean You're Kirk Franklin Like <laughs> you know what I mean He won't be canceled Because he's a dad Like your son is canceled Let's cancel him
0: Okay so this is gonna be What you'll hear Let me tell me if mm-hmm. you can hear
2: it Oh lord I'm nervous Okay If you think I'm really good let me like this When you bitch. Ass- He's laughing. It's
0: so in so the back laughing. Ass
2: back the way I, put my foot in your ass I I... Dare you, you, I, dare, you, I you, dare you. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Shut the fuck up. <gasps> I'm old. <gasps> <gasps> I'm old i right <laughs> I will put your neck, nigga, you ever disrespect me.
0: I did it. What? He
2: what? just hung up the phone. Yeah, you deserve to be hung up on. I'll break your <laughs> neck. Is that a threat? Yeah, from your daddy. You see? You see what I'm saying now? Yeah, that's a threat from your own daddy. I did mean... You, did you
0: hear him talking back, though?
2: Yeah. Crazy. Now, he deserve. I would have broke his neck. I would have found out where he was. I would have really fought him. Like, if... Let the boys talk to me like that. Or even if we had a you see, daughter, you she stepped to me like that. So
0: now you understand where I was coming from. I'm like, I will... Like, if you talk to me like that... It's crazy. And I'm... Think how much older the, the dad is compared to him.
2: That's what I'm saying. Ooh,
0: that that got, me disrespectful. So, it got me too hot when I saw it. I was like, I could never even... I That's couldn't crazy. do a quarter of what he did to my no, dad no. without getting beat down.
2: That's what I'm saying. I remember... that th- My brother never talked to my dad crazy like that. But I know there's been moments where if my dad was just like going in on my brother and my brother just puffed that chest up like he was about to like, you know, throw hands oh yeah, my dad's coming for him. I remember, I, I would never forget those mm-hmm. days because I saw it. I'm just like, who oh, my brother think he is? He think he grown, like stepping to daddy like that? You know, like, hell no. My dad was. But
0: we all got in those situations. Yeah. I always got, almost got in a fight with my dad.
2: I think that's a guy thing. Well, yeah. girls too. Girls fight their, well, get into fights with their mom. I never did, but I know girls get into fights with their moms Real No like, No, no, not like cat, not like, like boxing fights, but mm-hmm. where like your mom is about to beat that ass. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I've, I've seen that before with friends. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah, with my best friend and, like, her aunt and her grandmother, who she calls mom, they were like, they raised her, and I remember if she would catch an attitude with them, oh, yeah, they would, you know, probably smack her across the face or grab her real quick, and they'd be like, blah, go walk home, Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I, I remember those moments, you know, <laughs> so I think I learned through her not to be disrespectful she said, to she my said, mom.
0: She, would, she said, go walk home as if, like, this is about to go down, or yeah. she said, go walk home, like, we ain't gonna give you no ride because... I'm mad. I
2: mean, no, no, no. It'd be like, it's about to go down and she's on punishment. She's grounded. So you need to go walk home. Like, okay, bye, blah. You need to go home.
0: It's so funny. (laughs) When you're at your friend's house and they're like being like, you know what I mean? Disrespectful to their parents. Mm -hmm. And then you're seeing it. like seeing it. Yeah, you're just like, whoa.
2: Yeah, I can't (laughs) say nothing. And then like, you know, I would call her mom too. She'd be like, and and she wouldn't even say anything. She would look at me and then she'd be like, bye, blah. Bye. And I'm like, damn, okay, well, mm-hmm. all right, I'll see y'all later. You yeah, know, and I just yes. knew it was time for me to go, you know, because I never was disrespectful to my mom. Like I said, I remember the one time I either smacked my teeth or rolled my eyes. I'm assuming I rolled my eyes. My mom smacked me across the face, and I never disrespected her again after that. Mm. And I, But I did grow up with some friends who did disrespect their parents. And, I mean, the mom would smack them across the face and yank them across the room. I, like, I've seen that, and I was like, I don't want that to happen to me. You know, so I think I kinda learned through my friends not to do it. But I did see my brother, you know, you know, uh stand up to my dad. You know, my dad didn't play. He still don't there, play. There, <laughs> always,
0: there always comes a time
2: <laughs> when that young boy
0: Yeah when the, the student becomes the teacher.
2: I'm telling you.
0: And you get to that moment where you say no more slaps in the face for me.
2: That's what you did?
0: Yeah, well, it wasn't no more slaps in the face dick for me. Yeah. But well, there's a point where, you know, okay, it always goes as far as it could before it can't. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. When it gets to a moment where your your dad will keep pushing that envelope mm-hmm. until it gets to a point like like a like a peak of a boiling point to where yeah. it can no longer go any further than that, and you have to just shut the whole entire thing down. That's true. And then from that it reestablishes <laughs> the line of that they can or cannot cross
2: right, that's and, nice and
0: right. Ha- you know what i mean like the father or anybody's always gonna be on that edge
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know talking to you in some way or yeah. you know treating you some way or, or giving you some type of task that's just insane yeah. right but you know for me it was just like returning the keys <sighs> for my dad and you know uh, he's, he ch- tried to check me because I was already upset. Now and he, he
2: tried to check you. Yeah,
0: he was checking me to go out and go get something from the car. And he screamed at me and he's like, you know, say something like, are you dumb? Are you this? Whatever. Right. And this is like February of 2003. You know, it's not a big deal. I don't That's remember February. that. And, you know, um, because I was about to go to college. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was that type of him trying to like train me to get prepared yeah. to be on my own.
2: Mm-hmm. And you already thinking you grown. Yeah. You're yeah. 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 Because yeah, I'm about to be out. Yeah.
0: Right. And then. Um, I come back from Getting whatever From the car And then He's like Give me the keys Right mm-hmm. And I <laughs> and I Gave it to him But I kind of Tossed
2: it Ooh. Where it kind of Hit his hand Ooh,
0: So I know. you didn't Put
2: it in his hand You tossed it Yeah I know it. That's a problem Ooh. I know Fighting words, right there. I know,
0: and when I did it, mm. I'm scared to death. I knew your heart was beating. Yeah, because I was like, oh my god, I knew it. It was about to go down. It's so the first fight, beating. and I gave my de- so I gave it and it kind of hit his head. He's like, oh, and he pushed me in the back. I was like, whoa! You and turned
2: I, your back as soon as you threw no, the no, keys. No, no, no.
0: He's he's like towards me. Oh Okay, okay. And I'm walking, and he's like, give me the keys, like right. Oh yeah. And I was like, zoom, like that, and I checked trying to walk, and then doom. I got oh, pushed my in the back. God. And I turned around. He's like,
2: dude, what? Want to fight me? Huh?
0: I want to fight me? And I was like. <laughs> but I'm thinking, this is the moment, you know? <laughs> and then I was just like. And then nothing ever happened. Yeah. You know, not like nothing ever crossed. I guess he won that one. Yeah, of
2: course he did.
0: <laughs> and, then, and then I went upstairs. And then I was just like.
2: As soon as I'm gone from here, oh my god, you'll never see me again. Oh my god, you know, like when you're a kid. Oh yeah, you always trying to run away. Yeah,
0: you're thinking, you know, when you're a little kid, I know, you think of, the, you know, the little stick. Oh yeah,
2: with the bag of the bag of food, <laughs>
0: cartoons. Man, I used to think like that. I'm I like, I did too. Yeah, I was like, I'm gone, man. Dude, know. You know, I'm like, come on now. What I is always there? wanted
2: to run away. <laughs> <laughs> Over the stupidest stuff Man I love stuff. the idea of, of running away But you know You never actually do it You know what I mean And you
0: meet some of those dropouts oh, and yeah, you are like dang I'm glad like, I'm not really here You
2: away Like <laughs> yeah. you sure you, you sure you wanna do that Like you tripping Yeah I, I always think like I wonder if the boys will ever get that I mean I know they'll get That way with us Maybe not so much The oldest But Kenzo I'm
0: about to say Kenzo For sure
2: Yeah he's four And he's already like Testing us mm-hmm. Like I mean, he's a grown man. I could really see you guys kind of like going at it. And even me, mm-hmm. you know, because you tell him something and he's like, no, nah, I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, he already talks back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's just very, very headstrong. And I don't know what to do with him, y'all. Cause it, yeah, because him <laughs> and Idol are so different. Kenzo, very different.
0: Kenzo draws inside the lines. Yes. Idol draws outside the line.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's it's as clear as you could get on. Different personalities. Oh yeah, big
2: time, big time. Kenzo has always been it's his way of the highway. Like I always tell people, you know, I had to get induced because he did not want to come out. We had to get induced after forty weeks. Like he really, it's it's on his time. You know, this is his turf. He wants to do what He wants to do his his way. Even when it comes down to just pajamas, you know, it's like his pajamas have to match you know or he has to sleep with pants on he got to pick out his own clothes you know what i mean like it ain't easy with him yeah. and i look i love him to death because he is who he is he a little bit of like me mm-hmm. you know just a little bit a little bit okay <laughs> he's a lot like me mm-hmm. you know but it's just like man i already know like we going to go toe to toe when you get a little bit older
0: yeah it's interesting cuz she said a little bit and then she said a lot like and i'm like exactly like <laughs> You this mean? is true.
2: Idol is exactly like you, just yeah. like a sweetheart, just, just very sweet. Y'all know how to use y'all words. Y'all say the right things at the right moment. Mm-hmm. Just very sweet, mm-hmm. you know. And Kenzo, he's like a sour patch kid. Mm-hmm. He can be sweet when he wants to be, and it's, it's surprising when he is. But man, when he's like that sour, that's yeah. that's normally him. And the,
0: and the speed in which he produces tears is crazy.
2: Oh my god, this thing could cry, Lord. He yeah. could cry.
0: Look, I know people are like. Oh, okay, enough enough. No.
2: No. Let you us complain.
0: Yeah, you don't understand. Let us
2: complain. Shoot. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you don't understand.
2: Man, this, these kids, I'm telling you, they're a lot.
0: Yeah, he's gonna hear this one day. He's gonna be like, Oh, I was that bad. I'm like, You're still.
2: Yeah, I know. I
0: already know where he's gonna go. Cause you know, I you could see that his personality was consistent from the from birth.
2: From b- before birth.
0: But I think that's <laughs> what all kids, man. That's crazy. Yeah,
2: I think their personalities obviously there is shaped before they are born. You know, with Ido, he didn't want to stay in. He was out early, 36 weeks, energetic, always been bubbly, always been sweet, laughing. And he's still this way. Like, he has never changed, just always laughing, playing, smiling. And Kenzo, he was crying from day one. And he's still a crybaby. You know what I mean? I
0: have a really good question. I'm so excited to ask you.
2: Oh, I'm scared. What's that?
0: No, okay. It's a deep question, though. Okay. All right. Do you believe that people really change, right? Mm -hmm. If so... How much?
2: I think people do change. You mean from like birth to...
0: Yeah, like do you... Like if you really break it down, mm-hmm. if Ken's, Kenzo and Idol from birth
2: mm-hmm. been
0: pretty consistent to their type of personality, it's just a little bit more... um I, I would say... um uh What do you call that? Like when it's something that's, is expanded, I guess. Yeah. And there's like a consistent baseline of how their personalities are. Yeah. Now you could you could you could try to like nurture your way around that, right, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know, try to train them to be different, yeah, you know, um, or raise them to be a little bit different, yeah, but there's a baseline of who they actually are that has been attached from the moment that you see them, right uh, you know, so I wonder when they let's say anybody become an adult, even you mm-hmm. the way you were, even the way you took pictures when you were younger, yeah, is very similar to who you are right now,
2: exactly, yeah.
0: And you can't say you could be a completely, completely different person because you wouldn't be that. I've never seen that. Right. 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 Like it's almost like saying, how can you like that's what I said. If, if people can change mm-hmm. by how much?
2: Probably just a little bit. I think just you know? a little bit. Because I know me, I've always been the type of kid where, you know, I was friendly, but I was just the type of kid where I would just be very observant. Mm-hmm. You know, I would look and see who's playing with who, who says what. And then I would determine, okay, who I want to be friends with. And I'm still like that to this day.
0: You see what I'm saying now? And some
2: people thought that I was shy and it wasn't that I was shy. I was just very observant and I was just like very careful who I wanted around me. And I'm still like that. I've always been like that. Now you see what I'm saying? Like
0: on the surface level, Mm -hmm. there's certain things you could change, right? Yeah. Things like that are cosmetic, things that you like, like your body shape Mm -hmm. and... You know, like maybe like certain aspects of your personality, Mm -hmm. but those parts of um, like, I wouldn't say your personality, but those parts of your, um, I don't know, behavior of of who you are. Mm -hmm. Almost like your soul. That's not going to change.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's going to change. I feel like the boys are going to be who they are till the day they die. I think they're going to be very consistent. I mean, well, you know, (laughs) I feel like. One good thing about, you know, Kenzo, he is very, very tough, but at the same time, he's very sensitive. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I would never want to be like, stop crying. Don't cry. Exactly. You know, because I want him to keep that sensitivity. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. want him to just harden all the way up to where he shows zero emotion. So I think. You know, it is important that, you know, kids are who they are and they will pretty much be the same 90 percent up until they're grown. But it is up to us to kind of like nurture them and help so shape them. And we got the you answer know, then. Yeah.
0: So 10 percent, you think 90 percent is you.
2: Yeah, and I think 10% is probably based on life experiences. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, because I'm, I'm sure you're pretty much the same. I, I feel like know? I'm
0: very much... Well, there's things about me that have always been the same. Yeah, exactly. Those little tiny things. As I said, light, surface-level stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, as far as... When you talk about your observation... Yeah. When it comes to my observation, mm-hmm. same thing. Like, exactly. I've always had that. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the way I see life in a way that that's not going
2: to change. Yeah. Even just talking to your mom, you mm-hmm. know, she reminds me all the time when she sees Idol, she sees you. Yeah. You know, she's like, oh, Junior, you were like that when you were little, mm-hmm. you know, or Junior was just like Idol. Idol was just like, you know, Junior. when. when
0: but, but when I see him you know, he's just, it's, it's literally yeah. night and day. I'm not night and day. Like
2: exact day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I see when I
0: see how he acts, I'm mm-hmm. like, I literally acted just like that. Yeah. And look, remember when he said, when there's a piece of paper that you give him, and let's say it's ripped,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
0: he'll say, "Can you tape it?" Yeah, I'm that way. That's so funny. Remember, I, mean, I told you I, if I have a little yes, dent, I
2: remember in something.
0: Mm-hmm. I just can't have. It needs to be that's correct.
2: 100. Yeah. I mean, there was like a little. I mean, not even a tear, guys. And he's like, "Mama, can you put tape on it?" And I put tape on it, but I guess I missed the spot. And he's like, "Mama, can you?
0: Yeah, can, can you get this can other? Can, yeah, can yeah."
2: Tape? I was just like. <sighs> Sure, Mm Idol, I sure can, you know, with a smile on my face. But I'm like, to me, I'm like, it don't matter. And Mm -hmm. to kenzo he's like, I don't care. You know? Yeah, but to him, it's it's very important. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to the zoo maybe like two years ago, two or three years ago, and I got a map, you know, just a map of where to go, where the animals are. And he held on to this map for months. I mean, he would sleep with it, read it, and Obviously, with him having it every single day, it got a little torn and, you know, raggedy or whatever. And he would ask me, Mama, can you tape this piece? Can you tape it? Like he wanted it to stay the way it was, you know, and he's still like that to this day. Like yesterday we went to Target, got them a toy, came with this little pamphlet just to show what's inside of the the toy. And he values that pamphlet more than the actual toy. I think that's so crazy. I
0: told you. See, we've, we've, answered like it. we've answered it, y'all. Yeah. So if anyone was ever asking, do people really change? Yes. <laughs> but only by 10%. <laughs> precisely 10%. That's
2: <laughs> nah, just my guess. I would just say 10%.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right, I got the word. that I think you don't like it. What's that? Okay, contrarian. Contrarian? Yeah,
2: contrarian.
0: Contrarian. I hear, I hear it all the time. Really? Yeah, like, you're such a contrarian. Oh,
2: I've never heard that before. Not,
0: they haven't said t- to me, but I yeah. mean, I could hear someone saying it to me, but... You know, when someone's like, "You're a contrarian." A mm-hmm. contrarian is someone who usually takes like the the opposing view. Mm. You know, someone's like, "Let me play devil's advocate." Yeah, yeah. That's a contrarian.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. I never yeah. Heard that before. Yeah.
0: So, if someone is always taking the contrary view, mm-hmm. the opposite, the opposing view of something, to mm-hmm. say, "Have y'all looked at it this way?" Yeah, that's a contrarian.
2: I wonder if I'm a contrarian. Yeah.
0: Remember when you remember we talked about if something's trendy?
2: Yeah. They I don't. Th- Yeah,
0: yeah. That's a contrarian. That's a person who doesn't go on the most popular because they're just it's just not for them.
2: Mm.
0: A contrarian, isn't that crazy?
2: That's me. Did they have my picture next to the the definition? (laughs) Just me right there with a big old smile, like
0: yeah, yeah. But but when I thought about it, I'm like, that's such an important word to know because when you say someone who always takes like let me play devil's advocate, Mm -hmm. there's a word for that type of person, Mm. you know what I mean? Or a person who's like. You know, remember 2003 when 50 Cent came out with "Get Rich or Die Trying"? Yeah, and then some people are out there like that—that that album's not that good. I'm like, what? They're
2: tripping. right? Mm-hmm. I'm like,
0: that's a contrarian, a mm-hmm. person who is always not—they're not—they're never trying to get on the on the uh, popular side of things. Yeah. They're always against and have like a. Uh, opposing view to things
2: Gotcha Yeah, isn't that, isn't that good? That is good Wow, look at you I'm learn, just saying Learn something new read
0: a Z with a Z Anything you want to uh, Anything else you want to share?
2: No I mean We're going to New Orleans In a few <gasps> days Yeah Yeah So it should be a good I mean we're actually Going to a funeral So My uncle passed away So y'all keep us in our prayer I mean keep us in your prayers um, But I mean Just going to see family I think that's really good We get to eat So I'm excited yeah. about this visit.
0: Yeah, we'll be back and um yeah. Y'all pray for us. Yeah. You know, and uh <laughs> pray for our one around you. We're gonna pray for y'all too. Yeah,
2: pray I'm for about our to diet.
0: Pray for what? Our yeah. diet. Our diet, our workouts. Yeah, man,
2: yeah. we've been falling off these past few days. We have. Yeah. It's all good though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's always so good talking to y'all. Love y'all, and we will see y'all later. Uh, Peace out.
2: Peace.
0: And always remember that big ideas don't fit in small minds. Peace out.